Fashion Questions. On each episode, we ask a different question to retail insiders about the fashion industry. This is where they share their views and insights. Brought to you by Hive. The group's fashion portfolio includes Moda and Spring and Autumn Fair, Pure London and Source Fashion. Stay tuned. Welcome to Fashion Questions. Many retailers struggle to keep up with the sustainability movement. It can be difficult to take the leap, making the necessary changes to meet this challenge. Businesses need to consider ESG, short for Environmental, Social and Governance, a set of standards measuring their impact on society, the environment and how transparent and accountable they are. Tech can support stock inventory management, but ultimately it's all about finding a balance between sustainability and business growth, which inevitably relies on sales and cash flow. Fashion questions. What can your business do about sustainability? I'm Lina Vash, content editor at Hive, and with me in the studio is Dr. Bernice Pan, founder and creative director at Deploy, a business that prides itself for being sustainable by design. Good morning, Bernice. And can you tell us a little bit about how your love for design started? Yes. So uh, I've always loved drawing and making things. And ever since I was a child, I spend most of my days uh, just picking up pieces uh, from whatever I can find, whether it's empty boxes of chocolate sweets or or pieces of fabric that is left from um, um, my mom's wardrobe um, and uh, trying to figure out what I can do with them to make them something new and make them something uh, different. So um, in a way, I'm always trying to think about um, how I can maximize, optimize uh, within limited resources, limited space, and how can I uh, transform using creativity something that is a uh, uh, waste into something fun, exciting, and new. You were quite a pioneer in terms of sustainability. Was it difficult to set up a new business model and how did people respond to it back in 2006? Good question. Um, yes, it was It was challenging, but it was also exciting, of course, um, when you really have a new idea um, and uh, thought through. And I did many years of research, uh, both in the industry, working as a design director for um, a high-end luxury house in New York, uh, as well as freelance consultancy and academic research as well. Constantly thinking about how I can really improve the fashion industry for better efficiency, better sustainability, and better equality. Um, these words back then uh didn't really feature in people's minds, actually. Yes. And for me, it wasn't because I had better foresight. Uh, it was really um, being hands-on and um, on the ground, uh, in the studios, in the factories, uh, being with customers, in the high-end department stores, traveling the world, and seeing how there were so many different aspects of what we consider to be the norm in fashion industry and what we see as 
this is just how it is. This is the way it works. That's what everyone told me and told everyone else. And are you referring specifically to waste or supply chain issues? Everything in terms of, um, you know, how designers would always pressurize um, production. Uh, Production would then pressurize the workers to be faster, uh, to be cheaper, um, or um, we always need things to be ready for the show um, every season. Uh, I'm sure everyone can identify with that here. Mm. Um, but why was always my question. Why are we rushing in a way where we can't really consider the quality, the purpose, the meaning of things anymore? The idea of deploy came from using this brand as a strategic action plan to reform fashion uh, for improved sustainability because I was seeing heaps of waste after every show thrown away, after every uh, collection presentation, samples discarded, every uh, after every production cutting, heaps of fabric being chucked away. You know, every single step along the supply chain, uh, th- garments unsold, being discarded. And you how know, did you address this, these issues at Deploy? At Deploy, the idea is that really we're thinking about two core concepts. One is truly how we can serve end customers better. And I think that in fashion, we are really designing clothes and accessories, everything for people. And sometimes that almost seems to be forgotten. It seems like we're designing for an industry or a market. But ultimately, until people love it, it's meaningless. And what makes Deploy sustainable by design? We start with always thinking, okay, a dress. What can we do with the dress that can serve people better? So many of our designs are multifunctional. A dress can be detached to wear as a top and a skirt separately, or it could be undone in the center front to be worn as a dust coat for a different styling option and interchanging different bits and pieces. But at the same time, we've only used a quarter of the fabric resources for providing four different options in one garment. And that way, if we think about the big garment problem that is now not a secret, where our whole global fashion industry produces 100 billion garments a year, and there's only 7 billion people in the world. The brand has been certified B Corp, and the business had a record high of 150 points against the standard requirements of 80. Can you tell us a little bit about the certification process? So in the certification process, um, it wasn't so much of a box ticking um, exercise for us. Um, it was really a reflection and a review of our 15 years of practice uh, from our, um, you can call it idealism, or you can call it our business principles or policies, but reviewing every aspect, whether it's our uh, employment policies internally or our Um, contracts with our um, suppliers or our promises to our customers or even our marketing communications um, publicly. You know, what are we doing to really genuinely make the effort 
to reduce our environmental negative impact and to increase our sustainability um, uh, contribution. And so through this certification progress uh, uh, process and progress, we've actually realized that in the past four years, we've reduced our carbon footprint by nearly 50% wow. through the different approaches that we take in terms of, for example, uh, we use 80% of our fabrics is or 100% natural fibers. 80% of them are all European and British fabrics. And so um, that makes it only logical that these pieces, uh, well, styles from this kind of fabrics are produced nearby and not offshore somewhere very far because obviously um, we uh, reduce the shipping costs uh, for ourselves, the logistics costs, and then we can actually uh, increase the quality control ease. So we produce all of the European and British fabric um, styles here in London. And, uh, but we do also use a couple of articles as our um, staple, uh, our classic line suiting and our um, eco-denim um, basics. Those two fabrics are from Japan and Taiwan. And therefore, we produce those 20% of our uh, line in a boutique production house in Taipei. So we really try to streamline our uh, logistics to reduce um, carbon footprint, as well as reduce our own uh, supply chain complications and um, potential problems. And is this a, an exercise that you do regularly of actually checking the business, all sides, all elements of the business to ensure that you drive sustainability even further? Yeah, so um, I think everyone talks about circular economy, circular fashion these days. These seems to be the buzzwords. But what does it really mean? And uh, in fact, in my view, um, if we really think uh, deeply and logically about our own supply chain or any business's own supply chain, really there is a beginning and the end. And what we're trying to do is to, of course, not make the end be landfill, incinerator or um, other types of uh, discarding and everyone's talking about reuse, uh, reclaim, etc., recycle. But for us, we've actually established a 360 sustainability sort of um, compass for ourselves that, again, starts from design but this design is really listening to customers in terms of what they want, what they don't want. If people don't want certain things, there's no point in producing it at all. We are wasting our own resources um, to reduce clash flow because no one's going to buy them and we end up with the debt stock. No one wants to do that. So we actually really, um, from the beginning, uh, establish a very close relationship with our end customers, which means that they're loyal to us. Uh, it also means that we can learn from them. And that inspires our designs. You also offer a personal shopping service. Is sustainability addressed in this area of the business or does it depend on the client? It's both, really. Um, we really try to communicate with customers. Some people call it educate, but I find that it's... Um, 
educating consumers sounds a bit patronizing sometimes because a lot of consumers are very well informed these days. Um, They might know things that we don't. So it's really a mutual learning and serving process. I mean, obviously, consumers don't serve brands. However, they uh, enable and facilitate brands, of course. So um, in our personal shopping service, depending on the customers, which part of the world they're at, what kind of climate uh, uh, zone they live in, what kind of work and lifestyle requirements they have, uh, some people want to hear more, some people don't want to hear anything. But in an, in any event, by buying into Deploy, they are already starting to use only environmentally certified fabrics. They are already starting to uh, uh, subscribe to a zero waste production line. They are already naturally starting to reduce the resource used for the fashion that they, they live and wear. Other services include bespoke tailoring and partnerships. Do you have specific criteria for establishing a business partnership? What makes it successful? That's um, another great question. Thank you, Lena. Um, yes, the partnership is extremely important to us. And that, in a way, when, uh, is the last step of our 360 sustainability compass, which is, by nature, 360 a circular uh, process um, because even after all of the design, development, production, uh, zero waste, upcycling, supply chain, etc. steps, uh, a key part of our sustainability uh, practice is to partner with education institutions, charities, as well as corporates um, to really extend the reach of us as an um, independent boutique brand so that we can provide both cerebral as well as lifestyle advice, um, know-how, and um, a better way of uh, living and breathing fashion um, to uh, professional women, to students, to charity partners who are serving the marginalized in the world, in our society, who couldn't, who can't afford fashion, but we still want to have a direct or indirect impact in order to serve a wider community. As you said earlier, there's now a much greater awareness about the impact of the fashion industry on people and the planet, but some retailers may struggle to implement the necessary business change it. What advice would you give to independent retailers or small business owners with a limited budget? Well, I can share a lot. (laughs) Uh, As a small independent brand um, who has limited budget always, um, I think our creativity uh, and business uh, common sense can really take us a long way. You know, if we don't think like, oh, this is what everyone is doing and therefore we have to do it this way. I always start by thinking, does this make any sense to do? And if it doesn't, then don't do it. <laughs> so it's, it's, a, it's a question of perspective. So if we have limited budget, then again, the question is how can we optimize and maximize uh, the things we can do within this budget? So even, let's say, in terms of e-commerce photo shoots, this is uh, a cost that doesn't get talked about, but as 
every retailer and brand will be experiencing. The volume of content, the volume, the number of pictures, yeah. the number of models that you have to hire just keeps increasing. And that cost just creeps up and up and up. Right. Um, so how do we even use one pictures to tell more stories for us? How do we um, think about lifestyle pictures can also be uh, e-coms pictures for us? Or um, how do we um, really make um, our community, our followers become our actual customers, loyal customers, not just a number that is making up the 10,000 followers or the 5,000 followers on our Instagram. Really, I think we need to think in terms of community because um, whether it's our business community, such as our suppliers uh, or our um, market community, such as our customers, we all have to really treat one another as partners these days because as we have seen in the pandemic, that when a crisis hit, you can only rely on people you know, who people who want to give you a hand, people who want to help one another to all survive together. So because we've had a long and secure relationship with our suppliers and then our employer, uh, employees, so actually in the pandemic, even though our revenue decreased, of course, uh, like probably everyone else, but our costs decreased massively as well. And we were able to cut costs and be more efficient um, and still do the things that we absolutely have to do because our partners are in it together with us and our customers were in it together with us. But going back to the photos of the products, do you actually establish partnerships with uh, influencers on Instagram or with customers so that they post the lifestyle photos that you were mentioning earlier? Yes, customers indeed. And some stylists uh, are great customers of ours and um, also recommend us to um, their uh, uh, styling clients. Also, we form um, uh, great long-term relationships with photographers, with models. Um, so we really do have our deployed communities in different parts of the world, not just here in London, but in New York, LA, San Francisco, Hong Kong, Singapore, Taipei, oh, wow. Brussels, etc. <laughs> and, and it's wonderful because these communities are not just a sort of abstract online crowd. They are people you meet. They are people who give you feedback, who give you genuine advice, who tells you when they wear deploy and get an, a compliment and who tells you what's not quite right about the garment that needs actually improving. And that's a big part of our circular design and 360 sustainability that keeps us improving constantly and really try to optimize and both efficiency and therefore profitability and therefore growth trajectory. So growth does not have to come only from volume. Growth can come from service. Growth can come from efficiency, uh, therefore margins. And growth can come from creativity and innovation. 
And Deploy does have a very strong online presence. What were the main challenges you had to face when launching e-commerce and how did you overcome them? Because some of our retailers still struggle a little bit with that. Mm. It It is a struggle, I would absolutely agree. And I would say the two biggest challenges that we encounter. One is uh, one was in the beginning uh, because we were admittedly ahead of our times. And as I said, in the beginning, people weren't ready for our concepts. People didn't really care about sustainability. And in fact, even back then, the tech industry wasn't fully ready yet. Um, so we actually tried to develop initially our own custom uh, software for the uh, website e-commerce and that was a massive failure <laughs> because um, uh, really that was more costly and more laborious and less smooth um, in terms of the user experience um, but we uh, uh, after three or four years when the technology and the market was much more ready there were very quickly a lot of um, um, off-the-shelf uh, software that you can actually integrate into backends of your website. And now there are plenty of choices. So I think one advice is to always shop around for the right um, plugins or software um, that can integrate with your CRM or with your uh, payment portals, um, with your data analysis, etc. Um, uh, and not to completely develop uh, software from scratch because obviously <laughs> that's a whole other core competency and investment. That's, so that was one lesson learned and the initial challenge. Now, the other one is more a constant ongoing one, which I'm sure many of um, our fellow retailers and brands experience, is to really tell the same kind of story in a two-dimensional picture or even a brief video uh, of your brand, your story, um, your um, identity, um, as well as really the lifestyle options and styling options that a customer can get. And um, it's never quite as uh, engaging and uh, um, exciting as when you're addressing someone in person. This is what we find. So I think a lot of customers... um, get much more excited when they see our clothes in person than when they see it online. And so we're still really trying to explore how to, for example, better um, represent our multifunction garments uh, online than uh, compared to being in a catwalk show or being in person uh, styling session. So, um, yeah, those are probably the two biggest challenges. Would you consider launching a 3D store? What are your plans for the business? Can you share anything with us? Um, Yes, so um, we've developed this um, mobile retail model um, quite early on as well, in the early 2000s, which of course now is known to everyone as pop-up. So uh, we had a a flagship um, boutique in Marylebone for 10 years, but halfway through that we started to... um, uh, host our own um, events and pop-ups in New York and LA, etc. So we, um, as of pre-pandemic, we're in 12 cities every season. 
And we hope to resume that, continue to grow to new cities, to reach uh, wider communities, to share um, our way of sustainable fashion with um, like-minded consumer groups and customer base. Uh, but also we would love to do some collaboration with bigger brands and retailers um, in order to share our know-how and uh, mutually facilitate. Um, and um, we really believe that deploy the deploy way of sustainable fashioning isn't just about deploy. It's about um, really uh, a better tomorrow, better future for us all. So um, obviously with the scale and reach of bigger brands, uh, we can uh, bring this, uh, this possibility and prospect to um, more businesses and more um, customers. So yeah, we love to do a brand collaboration. Thank you, Bernice, for being with us this morning. Thank you, Lena. It's a great pleasure to see you and to share our two cents with um, our uh, fashion industry peers and um, audience. Thank you. And thank you for listening. Stay tuned.